How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. I had a show all planned out and ready to go. And I was standing in line at the Walgreens getting a prescription this morning in Cottage Grove when I saw uh, the report that former Minnesota Governor Al Quie died. Lifelong Republican, represented the southern Minnesota uh, in Congress for 20 years. He was known for working across the aisle. And I thought this was before my time. I I don't have any insight or information about this great man. And I want to make sure that we talk about him and his legacy and what he meant to Minnesota and where we go from here after his passing. And so I said, I I know one person I can call uh, somebody who is a political insider and who has the insight that we need um, to speak about this man's legacy. And so I call Amy Koch from Hilden Advocacy and Law. Amy, thank you so much for being on the Shaletta show. Hey, Shaletta, it's nice to be on. Thanks for thinking of me. Now for transplants like me, um, I, I got here when, when Palenti was in office, right? And, and so yep. um, Al Qui is not someone that I'm familiar with, his legacy. I'm, I'm reading stories about, you know, him being in Congress for 20 years before returning home at the end of his political career to serve one term as governor. Um, and, and, and I need to know more about this man. Yeah, he was he was something. So he predates me, too, right? I came in, I was um, elected to the Senate, state Senate which, by the way, was where he served first. He was elected to the state Senate and then went on to uh, Congress and served for 20 years in Congress, southern Minnesota. Um, uh, But uh, he was around because he was like the consummate statesman. Uh, So um, so while I didn't serve with him, I served plenty in the Dayton, um, he 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 was always around. He was always giving advice. And he was this giant man. He was very tall. He wore cowboy boots. He was broad-shouldered, like he was just very um, imposing as as a as a political. He's like a very classic, you know, old school mm-hmm. political guy, just what you would think of, right? Uh, and he had a big voice, and but and he he talked he talked very slowly to like he was deliberate and thoughtful and helpful, and uh, um, you know, he, like you said, he he worked across the aisle. He had a tough time as governor. He served seventy nine to eighty three. It was a deep recession. Um, mm-hmm. It was a difficult time for Minnesota, and he guided us through. Um, and he had that kind of presence. And I all I just remember like his, I just remember the cowboy boots and the like the demeanor, which was like always about getting things done. And that's what he always would talk to me about. He was always in, he even though 
you know, he'd long, he'd long since been governor in 2011 when I became majority leader. He was there to serve the state. That was just deep within him. And, you know, a lot of times people um, serve no more in politics and they head on out into the sunset. You don't see them giving advice. You don't see them sticking their nose in. They don't, uh, you know, mentor or do any of that stuff. But, you know, from everything I'm reading, it sounds like he was really right there uh, for the next generation of political leaders in our state. He was. And in a really like respectful way, he didn't he didn't step on toes. It was always welcome. And it was always done in a way that wasn't about him. It was really just like, I'm here for advice. I'm here to give you background. I'm here to support you. And what, you know, what do you need? What, what questions do you have? Uh, he did get involved in certain, you know, um, he was in prison ministry. He got involved in a serve. He always served. Um, but he, but he never, it was never, he was never like politically out there in a, in a, in a way. I don't know how to explain it. Right. Like it wasn't about him. It wasn't mm. about like his name and, and, and he wasn't in the news. It, it, it was about like behind the scenes supporting and helping. Is that why you think he has such broad appeal? Because right now politicians yeah. are having a hard time working with someone who does not believe exactly what they believe in. No. Nobody is reaching across the aisle. It is very difficult to get anything done because everybody's in their neutral corners. You know, was, know. was, well, was that part of his appeal? There's nobody... Right. Well, part of it, right? Like, and I always think I was like, there's nobody out there that believes exactly as I did. He and I didn't agree on everything, right? If I'm looking, if I'm staring at someone that agrees exactly like I do, I'm either looking in a, in a mirror or I'm a narcissist <laughs> looking in a pool, right? Like right. You're, you're never going to find someone that agrees with you. It doesn't matter what party they're from. It doesn't matter. And, and, and it shouldn't matter because on different things you will agree. And it is still what we all like. There should be everybody rowing in the same direction, which is, to do good things for the people of Minnesota. And that, and that, and I just think he was, I think that it, you know, and it isn't to say that there wasn't political jabs. Again, he served during a very difficult time. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course the uh, Minnesota Senate, he was a Republican, the Minnesota Senate for, for, for all those decades. Uh, and the entire time he was in there was, it was a DSL. Um, but he found ways to get things done. It used to be that you could find ways to get things done. Um, and you worked, you worked with everybody. And, um, yeah, he's just a, he's just a he's a politician from a time um, where that was what people did, and he and he did it very well. What will his legacy be? Who, you know, um, I always felt like he was, and I, just from me, I don't, you know, I want to talk about, but he that he guided us through such a difficult time. He had sort of that that dad feel, that grandfather feel, mm-hmm. um, statesman feel, um, because. It, it was it was it was a difficult time, and he got us through. Um, and and the same thing in Congress. He just he had twenty years um, of Southern Minnesota, and he's just got that Southern Minnesota demeanor of um, you know not no fuss, no muss. Let's get things good things done. Um, and I think I just I think that will be that's how I always thought of him. And, what, uh, and that, and his name is like you said. It's all. It's all good. Talk to people. Yeah. It's hard to find a person with a bad thing to say about Alqui. Talk to me about what you will remember most. Do you have one memory that stands out <laughs> of all the things? Oh, like a moment? Yeah. I don't have a moment. He just had such a calming presence. And and what always stood out to me was his cowboy boots, because it was not exactly Minnesotan, but it was kind of <laughs> Southern Minnesotan. It was kind of egg, right? And so yeah. I always think he's like cowboy boots, right? So when I think about him, I think about his boots. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which, 
I think you'd probably like. Um, I it was, uh, yeah, I think you would. <laughs> Oh, I think you would. Well, I just can't thank you enough for taking a moment to spend part of your Saturday with me for uh, coming in at the last minute as we get this breaking news. Former Minnesota Governor Alqui dies at the age of 99. Lifelong Republican, uh, Southern Minnesota in Congress for 20 years, uh, was known for working across the aisle. We've been talking to Amy Koch with Hilden Advocacy and Law. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks, Lynn. Thanks for working with me. I was chasing cows about five minutes before I jumped on. <laughs> Put the cows in the fence, so it's all good. Good, good, so. good, girl. Put them up, put them up, put them up. It's not yeah. fair time yet. They can't be roaming all around the street like they want to right they now. They can't. No, they cannot. All right, we'll talk soon. Right. And she was joining us courtesy of the John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline. We'll be right back. It is 1219. You are listening to News Talk 830 WCCO Radio, your good neighbor station. It's the Shaletta Show. I am here from 12 to 3. Used to be 11 to 2. Now it's 12 to 3. And then my friend Steve Thompson comes on after that. Josh Wheeler is here. I'm live in the studio. Al Shock is in the newsroom getting you the latest on all the things that are going on here in the state of Minnesota, including the death of former Minnesota Governor Al Kui, uh, 99 years old, known for his cowboy boots and his faith. I, I, you know, I never met him, but that 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 sounds like a guy I could really hang out with. And um, you know, just finished talking to Amy Coke. Uh, that interview will be up online. We'll be talking to Blois Olson um, in a little bit to just get more about this amazing Minnesota man and political leader who represented Southern Minnesota uh, in Congress for 20 years and was known for bringing people together. We're also going to talk to our friends at the Minnesota State Fair. The great Minnesota get-together is coming up, and I want to make sure, because I have a lot of moms and dads and grandmas and grandpas out there that listen who have kids with autism, right? Um, Because I have three kids with autism. I'm immersed in that community. Um, That's where my tribe is. And so my tribe is always listening to the Shaletta Show. This year, for the first time ever in the history of the Minnesota State Fair, they are having Sensory Friendly Day. Monday on the 28th for all of our sensory challenged children who can't stand the loud noises who all the lights and bells and whistles uh, bother them from nine to noon. Things are going to be a lot more quiet. The lights are not going to be as flashy. Things are going to be a lot slower so that our kids, kids with special needs can enjoy the fair like their normal developing friends, you know, and, and I just pray that the advocacy work that I've been doing has somehow played a role in this. Um, because I'm always out front, whether I'm helping the Vikings create their sensory friendly room or I'm over uh, at Twin Stadium working with my friends at United Healthcare. They have a sensory friendly suite there so that if you go to the baseball game and your kid um, is, is having a hard time, you can go to this sensory friendly suite that was designed by my friends at Frazier and you and your children can calm down and they can get back. Uh, to baseline, and then you can go out and continue to enjoy the game. And what I told my friends at the Twins is that I stopped going because it was too frustrating for her family. You know, we would have to 
pack up and go and, and we're trying to enjoy ourselves and, and something would get too loud or somebody would get too excited. And and then we'd have to leave because Daniel, um, there was no way for me to take him somewhere and calm him down. You know, the, the bathroom is loud. The, the, the hallway is even louder. So, so there was no quiet spot, right? And it's not fair to the other kids, you know, because Andrew and, and Brandon and Cameron, they, they're all enjoying the game. But we came as a family. So we got to leave as a family. And that, I'm going to tell you something, that ride home, that's a hard ride because they love their brother, but they're angry because we hadn't even got our, our popcorn and our hot dog yet and our, our stadium sodas before we have to before we have to go. And I know some of you are saying, well, why don't you just leave the kid with autism at home and take the normal developing kids? When you are, are a parent of a special needs child, You want them to experience everything that their friends experience, everything that their siblings experience. You don't want them to miss out on opportunities. You want them to be able to go back to school if they can talk and say they went to a twins game. I I don't want to keep one child home while he watches his siblings go enjoy themselves and then come back home with popcorn and T-shirts and hats and all kinds of fun stories. And I'm so glad that I don't have to anymore. I'm so glad that they have that room. And I'm going to tell you all, that last Twins game that we went to, um, where I was doing the celebrity bartending for Grey Duck Vodka at the Grey Duck Suite, that was the first time we stayed for an entire game. We used that sensory suite twice. And once Daniel got back to baseline, we came on up out of there and we enjoyed the game. He started cutting up a little bit more. We took him back to that sensory suite. We calmed him down, gave him what he needed. He got back to baseline. And and then here we go, back to the game. Same with the Vikings stadium. Having those um, things for kids who are neurodiverse um, are so important for helping them become part of society. You know, this is the thing, and I'm glad that we're moving away from this, but it used to be that our kids were always last. We were the last ones to get to school, right, because they had to ride the little bus. They couldn't ride the bus with the other kids. Our special needs kids are last in the cafeteria because they would feed all the normal developing kids first, and then they bring in the special needs kids, and they would never get a chance to be around other kids, to learn new things, some good, some bad. You know, they pick up good and bad habits. But they at least are around other kids. You know, always last on the playground. They watching everybody else play. And then once everybody else is done playing, then they can go. And there may be seven or eight of them. And then what? You know, they're like, where's everybody? Why does everybody keep leaving when I come around? That's what they're thinking. I'm pretty normal developing and that's what I'd be thinking. And so to be at a baseball game or to be at the state fair or to be at a football game and know it's a safe space, this is this is really um, a big thing that the Minnesota Fair did. And I'm telling you, autism moms and dads are talking about it all on social media. Everybody is so excited. Um, I wrote a story about it for WCCO Radio. All the details are right there at WCCORadio.com. I think the the, the title of the story is uh, Sensory Friendly Day at the Fair, uh, Monday, August 28th. And, and we're going to be talking to someone 
from the fair later in this show. So if you have questions, go ahead and, and find me on Twitter. Shaletta is funny. Uh, find me on Facebook, Shaletta Brundage, Instagram and threads. My DMs are open. You are more than welcome to send me a question. And that's the thing that I love about this show. Linnea and Tom and Charlotte and all the folks who listen, Jim planting every week, they are chiming in on social media. They are responding to me. So even during the commercial break, I don't leave. I sit right here and continue the conversation because a lot of times we have conversations on this show um, that require more than the seven or eight minutes that they give us to chat. And those conversations continue on social media. So be sure um, if you are not already, follow me. Um, show updates will be there. Information will be there. I'm always posting about something. So I really, really would love it um, if you would take the time to follow me and engage in the conversation. If you're listening and streaming online, uh, not if you're driving now. If you're out and about and you're driving, don't, don't, mm-mm, don't, mm-mm, 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 not, not then. But if you are streaming, if you are, if you're solid and you're safe, I would love to hear from you on social media. So go ahead and follow me. I promise I'll follow you back. And that's the thing about me. I respond in real time. Okay. I'm like one person, the one person in this building who can host a show and produce it and booth it and do social media in real time. Cause that's what I did before Josh got here, before Carrie got here, I was producing the, my own show. So no worries about that. I can talk and type at the same time. I'm a mother. Mothers do lots of stuff at the same time. It's so funny because uh, I know Sean. I know me and Billis, their hearts. They can do one thing at a time. You can't ask them to do more than like one, maybe two, mm, not maybe one in the morning and one in the afternoon. But men can't do more than one thing at a time. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know you're going to say something about it on social media, but that's about as true as a statement can get. Meanwhile, moms are doing like 15 things at once. And and so uh, so I, I I can do it all. I can I can talk to you, I can run the board, I can respond on social media, and in real time give you a shout out. So make sure you follow me, follow along with the show. Again, I'll be here until three o'clock. That's a new time for me. Um, it was until two, so I'll be here until three, and then Steve Thompson will be on after that. Now listen. Don't go anywhere because um, I don't know if you've seen it. It's been all over the place. I'm sure you have. But I've been just going all out for Black Business Month. Like, it is a passion for me. Like, outside of my kids, it is the one thing that I am the most passionate about right now. And it might be, like, tied, okay, because I don't know if I fed my kids before I came to work this morning. So uh, don't call the social worker. But but the passion that I have for specifically helping black women um, this month is a driving me to do um, a lot for these women-owned businesses. You know, black women get less than 2% of all venture capital funds. Um, we do not get the PPP loans, the forgivable loans, and the grants uh, that our white male and female counterparts get. Um, and 96% of businesses owned by black folks fail after three years, 96%. And it's because we don't get that support. And so people were like, okay, so wait, you gave money away to five black women on businesses. That was enough for the month. But then you came through and you put five different black women on clear channel digital billboards all around the city. Okay. that is that it? No, no, wait. 
there's more. Like the commercial, remember the commercial, but wait, there's more. So this week I donated, um, I paid for uh, five black female-owned businesses to have commercials on CARE 11 through a new partnership um, that I have with that station. And so I, my whole production team went out. We shot it, created the graphics because I have a whole production team at ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com. And so those commercials were air for the remainder of August, which is Black Business Month, right? And so people are saying, well, what? I mean, what is it? You are just really going all out. Um, there was one thing that happened to me. One thing that I heard that made me decide that instead of taking my kids to Disney, I was going to take the profits from my company and invest them in to black women-owned businesses. What was it? I tell you. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Folks keep asking me, why are you doing all this stuff for Black Business Month? What is going on? What is driving you? Because you are moving around like a mad woman. You're like waking up at 2 in the morning and calling people and like taking checks like Ed McMahon over to their business and just dropping money off. You're not Santa. You still got to buy your kids school clothes. And Andrew came down with a hole in his sock the other day. What What is going on? You didn't cancel vacation. You're not taking your kids to Disney because you're taking all the profits from your podcasting network and putting them in to these women-owned businesses, black women-owned businesses in the Twin Cities for Black Business Month. Just randomly selecting folks. And then you spend all this money on the billboard. You got black women on billboards all around town helping them sell their products. And now you're creating commercials and partnerships with, with Care 11 to promote these black women-owned businesses. What Something is driving you. Why, are you. why are you so aggressive about this? Why are you doing so much? 
Why are you trying to help so many people? Just pick one. Why can't you just pick one person? Because every time I look up, you on the news doing something different for Black Business Month. What's going on? Let me tell you what's going on. Um, I remember what I was wearing. I remember what it smelled like. I remember that it was snow on the ground the day that I was sitting in Mini Row Market with my sister, my friend, Dana Smith. And she confided in me that she was going to have to shut down her grocery store. She had opened Mini Row Market in Hopkins as a gathering place for the community. She was selling Minnesota products that you couldn't get anywhere else. I had my first slice of cheesecake funk right there at Mini Row Market. And uh, I, I didn't know what to say. I'm always an encourager. But I was heartbroken for her and her husband and their family. They had put everything they had. They had employees. They had regular customers. But what they didn't have was support and the infrastructure that they needed to not just survive, but to thrive. She got to still pay her mortgage. She got to still feed her kids. And the system was not set up for her to succeed. And then I realized the system is not set up for any black woman in business to succeed. We get less than 2% of all venture capital funding. When the PPP loans came out, they gave millions of dollars to Tom Brady, Rick Daddy, uh, Rick's Cabaret, and, 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 and Go Daddy. Black women were left behind in the queue. And I realized we are all we got. Somebody's got to step up. Somebody's got to do something. If it's too late for me to save Dana's business, then maybe I can take Dean Phillips over to Nadia's Jamaican kitchen and, and he can have lunch over there and, and hear her concerns about how she had to sell her house to open her restaurant because the banks wouldn't give her a loan to get started. And so I'm using my financial capital, my social capital, and my political capital especially this month, to shine a light and help as many black women-owned businesses as I can. I do that in tribute to Dana Smith. Dana is joining the show right now. And, Dana, I just want to let you know the reason that I'm running around like a mad woman is because I want to honor you with the work that I'm doing in the community to let you know that I saw your struggle. I see you. I, I love you. And, and all this I'm doing because of you. Shaletta, that means so much to me. I love you too. Um, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We need, we need what you're doing. We need it. And, you know, I'm, I got you on. Folks are already sending notes because they want to know how you and the family doing, some of your regular customers, mm-hmm. some of the vendors who you were kind enough to put their products in your stores when they couldn't get in any other store in town. Uh, they want the latest on Dana and the family. You know, we're doing we're doing all right. Um, my husband is executive chef at Tavala and Elliott Park Hotel, and so he's still cooking and loving it. Um, I'm cooking baby number three right now. So I'm, um, 
just trying to get the girls ready for school this upcoming school year and doing a little bit of work with the Neighborhood Development Center, trying to um, keep my social marketing, social media skills mm-hmm. uh, going with them. But yeah, we're hanging in there. Well, it is just so good to hear your voice. And, you know, as I'm out in community this month, especially talking to black women owned businesses, um, you know, when I brought Dean Smith over to Nadia's Jamaican Kitchen on Wednesday of this week, you know, our challenges are very foreign. We don't have the same obstacles that other business owners have. Our stuff is brick walls. Our stuff is systems that have been in place for generations that people, you know, they take for granted that that they have it and they think everybody else has those opportunities. And we, Dana, we do not. No, no. We don't have that generational wealth that we can start a business if we uh, find the opportunity to and. We don't have that support. We have that stereotype of Black-owned business and expecting more than what we can even offer, um, and it's hard. It is. And and then you, you've got, you know, the Black-owned business must be for Black people. No, just like businesses owned by white people are not for white folks. Black-owned businesses are for everybody. We just need a chance and an opportunity. And, you know, I, I just look at how you and your husband put everything um, into that business. And, you know, if we would have had the political uh, capital, the social capital, and the financial capital, uh, you'd be in your in your grocery store right now today. Right. Yep. Yeah. It's, it's devastating um, that we're not still there. And we spent two years trying to make it work and, uh, you know, we had we we weren't in we could not sell our house to keep the lights on at Mini Row Market, and so we had to make that hard decision to shutter the business and keep the dream alive. But yeah, and you know, as as we you know talk about Black Business Month, and, and we want to highlight you know, black businesses throughout the Twin Cities and we want to celebrate business owners. This is a part of the story. And if we don't talk about the challenges, the systems that are in place that shut us out and keep us down, um, the businesses that we have now are not going to make. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not once a month thing. It's uh, every time you're shopping type of thing. Yeah. That you, need to, you need to make that conscious decision to support your local black and BIPOC businesses. Um, we need that. And, and it needs to be from, ev- it needs to be from everyone. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and it has to be intentional. Um, yep. You know, th- there are people out there who are listening, Dana, um, and they say, okay, so what can I do? Um, you know, I feel challenged. I feel compelled. I want to make a difference. It's black business month. How can I help? What What would you tell them? I, I would tell them to research, look, instead of going to, you know, Target or Amazon for the things you need, look to see if there's anything that's local that has the product you need, that mm-hmm. maybe you could change the idea of whatever it is you need to fit into the criteria of um, a Black-owned business, BIPOC business, and make the conscious effort to ask your friends if they know anything, ask you know, call the radio stations, call the local TV network, see if they have ideas. And I know I brought it on February 3rd. I brought that there needs to be a database that everyone can, you know, search and find these 
companies and stores because it's it's missing and it, we don't want more businesses to go out of um out of you know mm-hmm. we yeah. don't want that to happen and so yeah it's it's all, it's all about it's making the big effort and yeah. not settling and you know something as simple as you know if you know that your company has a christmas party coming up and they've got goodie bags go to Rosalind Candles and get some candles. Right. You know, if you want to do something sweet for your teachers, uh, you know, everybody does a go, you know, getting ready to go back to school. I always put a little goodie bag in there uh, for my teachers because, you know, I know my kids going to cut up at some point, so they need some grace. You know, I go to <laughs> Sylvia's and get some of that soul grain and, and you know, get bags of that and, and pass it out to the teachers. So it's being intentional about supporting mm-hmm. businesses. If you know you got a catering um, you know, event coming up at your job, go over to Nadia's Jamaican Kitchen. Go over to see Sharon at, at West Indies Soul and, and get a quote. Mm-hmm. You know, I I was getting mm-hmm. ready to stain my fence, and I bumped into two young African-American men. Um, They do mm-hmm. construction. So guess what? They're coming over to the house to stain the fence. Mm-hmm. Um, You know, that may be what they need to, to get that new equipment, to, to stay working, to pay, you know, the, the lease on the truck that they've got. Uh, that they carry their equipment around in. But but I just want to make sure um, I make a difference. And, Dana, I'm trying to make that difference for you because I love mm, you. Thank you. That that tribute means so much. And, you know, I love you, too. We all do. And appreciate everything that you do. And it's, we need more of you, <laughs> if that's possible. We need more of you. Girl, it's got to be two of me because I can't believe I'm moving <laughs> that fast. I look back at the calendar this week. I was like, I was there and there. And then I did that. What? <laughs> Girl, God got to be sustaining me because I am not doing this on my own. It's got to be Jesus. You are the queen. You, if anyone can do it, it's you. Well, girl, I just, I love you. I know you got to run, but I just wanted to take a minute um, and and let you know that you are loved and seen and celebrated and appreciated. And I I just, I I know that that better days are ahead. And we're going to look back at this and say, you know what, this was just a, a push in the right direction for you to get to your next level of greatness and your purpose. We love you. Love you too, Shlada. Thank you. All right. And you all stick around. We've got more to come. What is upside down right now is this blind side story, baby. This is a hot mess. Have you seen it? It's all over the national news. Michael Orr, a standout at Ole Miss, uh, he was, you know, we thought because I, you know, folks watched the movie that he um, was uh, he thought he was being adopted by this white couple. Um, they took him in and, um, you know, loved him and helped him get to, you know, his next level of greatness to professional football. Um, but um, turns out once uh, Michael recently got married, uh, his wife was like, where's the money, honey? And he's like, oh, well, uh, I'm in a conservatorship. A what? All these years, Michael Orr has been under a conservatorship. And, and so now there's a lawsuit. And, and the family that was, you know, highlighted and featured and loved in this movie, The Blind Side, and Sandra Bullock won an Oscar. And this, this woman got Sandra Bullock's home phone number. And she done messed around and got this boy in a conservatorship and and promises you know according to him promises to 
uh, adopt him, which never happened. And it is just, it's a jumbled mess. It is just cable and cords twisting all over the place. And, and and so now, you know, the family is like, you know, looking real crazy to everybody out there because, um, you know, they've made a movie about this. Hollywood is just like shined a light on this amazing, great family that took in this, you know, football player and, and loved him and, and gave him a place to stay. And, and, and then they put a period there, but apparently there was a semicolon because uh, this boy is suing this family for millions of dollars. That, that he says um, they took from him. So I, I can't wait. I can't wait. There's press conferences. There's drama. There's intrigue. There's a new wife. And I think, I think, because, you know, nobody was saying anything about this in the public. You know, this might have been going on behind closed doors. But none of us knew about it. We knew about the blind side story. How great and amazing. Uh, the movie was and how all oh, these, these people are so amazing and Sandra Bullock's giving them shout out from the Oscars. And, you know, they've turned this into a movie and a big book and a money making machine. And and, and then mm-hmm, uh, the new wife comes in and the new wife is like, uh, hey, uh, w- what's going on? And I, I think that that's I believe now I don't I don't have a lock on this, but I just have a hunch that um, when the new wife came in and realized that they had to go ask these, that her grown adult husband had to go ask these people who weren't his parents or even his adoptive parents for an allowance to take care of his family. I just, I don't know. I was somebody's wife for a very long time. And if my husband, then husband, had to go ask his parents for money, for us to feed the kids, we would, yeah, we would probably mm-hmm, have a um, mm-hmm, problem. And, and, you know, we all over here screaming free Britney. We have no idea that the blind side guy is under a conservatorship as well. How many more people? I never even knew what a conservatorship was until Britney Spears started speaking out about hers. What, 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 wait, wait a minute. If somebody wants to piss off their money, let them. It's their money. They earned it. If they want to be broken, homeless, that's how you learn how to make decisions. Why is it that a grown adult, a man or a woman, can't? why can't they um, decide what they want to do with their, their funds? Now, I understand if you are vulnerable, but this man is capable. Britney Spears was capable. And, and you see people all the time. Rick James. Nobody put Rick James under conservatorship. He spent up all his money and two or three other people's money, too. James Brown. Nobody put him under conservatorship. So I just, I can't wait to see what the fallout is going to be. My friend Christy Peel is coming to talk. How can they make this right? How can they fix this situation? The PR fallout is a nightmare. That's what she specializes in. So Christy Peel is coming up on the Shaletta Show next. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.